Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into Escape Room in today's review episode. I can show you the world. Just take a look through my eyes. You gotta dig a little deeper. It really ain't that far. First of all, Escape Room? That movie came out like two weeks ago, didn't it? Yeah, uh, it did. And I did this last year. Uh, I, I reviewed, uh, I believe it was Insidious, The Last Key, as it was the first official 2019 film I had seen, or 2018 film I had seen in 2018. And so I liked that. You know, like Insidious, not really a movie I would generally review. It's a genre I don't generally don't like. Uh, but as the first one, I thought it was meaningful and worthwhile to look into it and talk about it and maybe uh, work it in as a preview for the year and see, you know, how, how things have changed. And turns out, um, or, or it appear to be, that there's going to always be an early January horror film uh, that counts towards the new year. So why not do it every time? Uh, you know, see where 2019 compares to uh, 2018 as far as uh, first movie of the year uh, horror films, as it turns out. So, yeah, Escape Room. That's that's why Escape Room. And and you know, it's January. I have a lot of you know 2018 episodes and and catching up to do. So this is an easy one. This is an easy episode. Now, that being said, not actually the first 2019 film I saw. Uh, if you have, if you want to check out my website, uh, you can head over to circleoffilm.com, where last night I posted a review of a different 2019 film uh, that I actually got to see in December. Uh, it didn't, it doesn't, it comes out at the end of the month, and uh, that is Mute Date. Um, Mute Date is from director Cody Clark, who has been on the show before uh, to talk about his previous film, Ramekin, which uh, that happened last summer, that episode was, spring or summer. So, yeah, mute date. Uh, check it out. It's vastly superior uh, to to Escape Room, but we'll get, we'll get into Escape Room. Let's, let's get into Escape Room. All right, plug done. Escape Room. I saw this January 6th, 2019. It's about 95 minutes long. It's a 2019 film. My summary, six strangers are trapped in a game that could kill them. Now, I would say that that summary could describe a lot of movies, uh, even if you, even including the six strangers part, I think you could still find movies that this describes. But Escape Room uh, is, ca you know, kind of catching on to a craze that has been happening, uh, Escape Rooms. I've never done one, but I've seen many of them advertised. I, I understand what is going on with an Escape Room. Uh, but you find yourself locked in to a confined space with multiple people, and you look for clues and, and solve puzzles to try and find your way out. And it's 
I don't know. I, I've never done it, so I, I don't know if I would enjoy it or not. I, I get the impression that I wouldn't like it and it would just frustrate me. But this movie takes that concept and turns it into a, a Saw-like horror film where these characters are randomly chosen, quote, randomly, and put into a situation where, uh, un unlike normal escape rooms, you know, it, it's, the, the stakes are relatively low. Uh, if I'm, I'm not incorrect, uh, a normal escape room will release you if you cannot solve it in a period of time. That's not, that's not how this one works. Uh, if, if, if things go wrong, if things go awry, uh, you die. You, you could you could actually just die and it's a sequence of rooms so you have to go from one to the next to the next to the next each one is vastly different uh, and you know the first room is a waiting room you move on to you know in an abandoned cabin into the wilderness into uh, you know an upside down uh, pool hall it's it's very the concept is fun and I think that the sequence of, of locations is fun I particularly like the upside down uh, pool hall I thought that was really interesting and creative uh, there's a there's a shot in that seat in that room uh, where Deborah Ann Wool's character uh, is hanging from an, a fixture that is uh, nailed to the ceiling uh, so she's hanging on it upside down but then the camera turns and like it shows it as if the room were right side up and now she's upside I don't know I, I liked that shot it, it was very it, it kind of reminded me of the um of when Killmonger approaches the throne in Black Panther but with the added twist of instead of everything turning right side up in that shot this is one of the things that was right side up becomes upside down and vice versa. And, and I thought that was fat. It was interesting. Uh, the film Escape Room is directed by Adam Robitel, who, hey, turns out, uh, director, directed Insidious, The Last Key. What are the chances? And uh, if you listen to my review of Insidious, The Last Key, it wasn't kind to it. I gave it a 20. And Escape Room gets a 26 so improvement I, I think the style and setting uh, definitely added to the film I think the characters and actors are stronger in escape room than they were in this the last key you've got uh, Taylor Russell who plays the lead uh, she was also in uh, before I fall from 2017 you've got Logan Miller from who's in love Simon the Bling Ring, A Dog's Purpose, um, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, uh, also in Before I Fall. You have Deborah Ann Wall, who I mentioned, who is my favorite character in this movie. She was in Ruby Sparks, and she's also in, she was also in True Blood. Uh, she was she's in Daredevil on Netflix. I thought I think she's amazing, and I think this movie's beneath her. You have Tyler Labine, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Tucker and Dale versus Evil, Little Evil, Super Troopers 2, uh, Flyboys, Zoom, Rapture Palooza, lots of things like that. 
And then the last two strangers that meet, you have Jay Ellis, who was in Movie 43 and In a Relationship, as well as Nick Dodani, who was in Other People, Alex Strangelove, before Escape Room. These guys, these people come together, no idea who each other are. Uh, we get introduced to a couple of them before they meet in, uh, the, in the waiting room. And then the other, then the rest of them we kind of grow, learn to understand as the film progresses. Each one has their own, each character has their own backstory that defines them in this way or that way. And ultimately, uh, there are things they need to overcome, both external and internal, uh, to succeed, which is. Um, I don't know. I like I like that element of it. I like that they need to find a way. I like I like that the game includes specific references to the characters. Uh, you know, Saw did that, and I think Saw took it to. I, I think Saw twisted it a little too far uh, after the first movie. Uh, the first movie, great. After that, I thought they were just rehashes and, and just trying to, you know, amp up the tension and amp up the gore factor too much. Escape Room, not much of a gore factor. Uh, more of a thriller in a lot of ways than a horror movie. And doesn't, you know, it's not a bunch of, you know, you don't have a killer on the loose stabbing everybody. That's not really how the movie works. And I think the the impulse to focus the film on the characters uh, served Robitel well, but I think he could have done it even more. I think six characters too is broad. Uh, you know, they all have to kind of be boiled down to a single essence. You know, maybe you drop this to five people, four people. I don't, I don't know if that would strain credulity in an escape room setting, but. Drop it down to like five or four people. You have a little more time to to focus on these characters and make them a little more three dimensional. I don't know. Not sure how much creative control he had in that regard. But once the escape rooms start their thing and uh, the the tension ratchets pretty fast as you get into that scenario of. Is it real? Is it really going to kill us? Uh, I, I, Nick Dodani's character, who is quote an escape room you know champion in this game in this movie, after they get out of the first escape room, he makes a comment about how the the, the fire shot past him like half a second after he was clear, and you know like it was too convenient. You know it it was too. He, he, he claimed that because it was such a, a close call, that meant it was fake. You know, they were waiting for him to get out, and then they shot off the fire immediately afterward. I liked that, that sort of meta reference. Uh, there aren't a lot of them in the movie, but I thought that, that was an interesting angle. And I think that his character could have been what was trying to kind of hit that, uh, you know, Abed in community uh, angle. Doesn't doesn't really get there for me. 
Uh, I kind of found him more annoying than anything else, but I did like that one line he had. Uh, Tyler Labine's character, I liked him. Uh, Jay Ellis might have had the better, one of the better character development, and uh, not development, that's the wrong term, character definitions of the main six characters. I, I liked his backstory as a you know in the and and how it contrasts to the others uh and i liked him i thought he was good in it uh logan miller i don't know i, I don't really uh, logan miller is such a nothing i uh, i don't know he he just didn't do anything for me and taylor russell who is the de facto main character she might be the only character in the movie that that actually develops at all uh and if it wasn't so cheesy and uh obvious i think i would have appreciated it a little bit more i i respected that it was actually an attempt to to change uh, for the movie to you know allow her to change and let her grow but it did come across as a little too simplistic you know she goes she opens the film, she's this very, very quiet girl who can't even, you know, speak up in class, and I totally identify to that, but uh, the, the progression was rapid, and I think the implication there might be that you're put into a life-and-death situation, you're going to adapt very, very quickly, which I think is true, but I, I don't know, I think the way that it... I think that, that that's telegraphed the whole time, and it's like, it's a zero to 60, and, and it we don't even stop at any of the, you know, you don't even register that she was ever at 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, etc. Uh, so, I wish, I, I just wanted a little bit more, um... How how do I say it? A little more uh, little, uh, I don't know. Just give give her like a checkpoint somewhere to to kind of Im improve like half of the way to where she ultimately ends up. And it takes I don't know. It, it just skips over that entirely. Now. For the most part, watching Escape Room, character issues aside, things like that, I was kind of into it. You know, I, I didn't. I, w I was kind of into it. I, I thought, you know, as I mentioned, the different rooms, the, you know, increasing variability and the way that they interacted with the characters on display was fun. And and you know, shaking things up every five, ten, fifteen minutes, I liked that. Where everything kind of fell apart for me were the endings. I say endings plural, not because uh, it ends multiple different ways, but because similar to uh, A Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, the movie ends, and then there's another scene that ends the movie, and then there's another scene that ends the movie, and then there's another scene that ends the movie, and... All these subsequent endings, all these attacked on scenes are just, we could make 20,000 more of these movies and it would be so easy and 
this is a new franchise in the making and they're just just pounding that message into your head the last five ten minutes of the film just do you think you saw the last of this the you know, escape room two it's coming out in three months you know that's the kind of like vibe i got like holy shit they they are not easing back this is going to happen we are gonna get another one and and you know da 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 man that's frustrating and annoying it it really just it, it just kind of it makes it 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 undermines the the film prior that we just saw in saying hey if you liked that you're going to love what's coming next as if what we just saw you know this was just you know this was like the you know we're just throwing out ideas and seeing what sticks and hopefully you like this one but if not then there's going to be more and maybe that'll pique your interest or you know this was just a test run this was just i don't know it it felt careless um and and that i don't know that doesn't feel good you know it doesn't i don't like that it should feel it, it felt like the whole time, you know, the director, the writers, whoever, already had their eyes on the second, third, fourth movie before they were even done with this one. And maybe that's why some aspects of it feel shallow. Some aspects of it feel un, unfinished, unpolished. Uh, I don't know. But definitely a sense of You know, just looking too far ahead uh, and and missing, you know, the 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 project that's right in front of them. Unfortunately, because ideally, or, or not ideally, because based on you know looking at movies like this, like the Saw movies, thought the first Saw was pretty good. You know, it, it's. It, it, you know, it's it's very character-driven. It doesn't, you know, it's not just 30 million uh, tests back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back with, like, 50 characters. It's two people in a room who have the same exact objective. And it's a significant thing that they have to overcome and, and be able to escape from. This isn't that, but... What happened with Saw, you get another movie and it's like, oh, we just want more games, more games, more games, more games. And that's seems like what's going to happen with Escape Room. And they're not starting off on as high a point as Saw did. And that's not great. Um, many of the characters die in Escape Room. Uh, some of the ones that I liked, not all of them, but some of them that I liked uh, are not going to be back for a sequel, which saddens me. So, hopefully, they that when the sequel to Escape Room comes out, they'll find better, more interesting uh, characters and people to replace those who have fallen. So, Escape Room. Hmm. So, like I said, I gave it a 26. Uh, I gave Insidious The Last Key a 20 which makes Escape Room a little bit better of a start to the year. 
uh, for, and in theaters, uh, coming from the same director. So uh, yeah, I guess improvement, as small as it was, uh, is meaningful. Uh, my bad to awful arbitrary cutoff is twenty is twenty four twenty five. So twenty four and lower, twenty five and higher. Bad slash awful. So hey, he he moved up, and and that's that means that matters. You know, that's that's not nothing. So I, I appreciate that much. I think the cast in Escape Room is a lot better than it was in A City Is the Last Key, and unlike In City Is the Last Key, I'm I'm not a, opposed to sequels. I just I I worry that they're not gonna care about anything that matters, but. You know, horror sequels, mostly what they do. Anyway, it's all about getting paid. Um, so, yeah. So that's Escape Room. Um, again, not not a big episode, not a long episode, but uh, making up for missing, the, missing putting this out yesterday. And uh, then tomorrow we will have another new episode. Uh, as of right now... The rest of the week's schedule tomorrow, uh, top 10 old 2018 films. Uh, so that will be the top 10 movies I saw in 2018 that were released prior to 2018. And then Friday, uh, currently supposed to be top 10 uh, 1980s born actors. So moving up the uh, decade actors uh, top 10 lists. I think that's the next decade. I'll double check. Whatever the next decade is, that's the episode. And then, what what date did that take us to? So that gets us to January 21st. Uh, probably a glass episode of some sort next week, uh, once I finally see that. And uh, we'll go from there. You know, maybe something on the upside. Uh, I did see A Dog's Way Home. Oh boy. Oh boy. Not... I got some choice words about that movie because I did not like it uh, but then we're getting getting close to you know Oscar nominations come out tomorrow holy crap Oscar nominations revealed um, why isn't this super easy should be so easy. Pretty sure it's the 16th. That's the date I remember. It's not. It's the 22nd. So it's next Tuesday. So expect, I would say, expect a glass episode on Monday, Oscar reaction episode on Wednesday, Oscar nominees uh, reaction episode on Wednesday, and uh, then something on Friday. I don't know. Uh, maybe something new that came out next weekend. I'll have to check and see what's on the slate. And uh, we'll go from there. So that's that's it. We are getting we are about a month, six weeks. Today, today's Tuesday, so one, two, three, four, five, five and a half weeks away from the Oscars. That is exciting. I am excited. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening to today's episode. Uh, I appreciate it. it. Means a lot. If you would like to check out uh, other episodes, as well as my review for Mute Date, you can head over to circleoffilm.com for that and much, much more. You can find 
Circle of Film podcast in most places where podcasts can be found, including iTunes, but not everywhere uh, yet. And that you can find me at Circle of Film on Twitter, circleoffilm at gmail.com through email, or uh, you can support the show for as little as eight cents an episode, patreon.com slash circlefilm, or rate and review on iTunes. Uh, every little bit helps. Thank you again for listening to today's episode, and as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same good night. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades from view. So long, farewell, I'll be the same adieu. Nothing's really left or lost without a trace. Nothing's gone forever, only out of place. So long, farewell, oh, what I'll be to say. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.